Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. If you build it, he will. It's the Skinny on Sports Podcast with Aaron Couch. I throw balls far. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Calc with The Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good morning, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to The Skinny on Sports right here on 98.1 FM. The Sports Animal, glad to have you along for the next hour. we got all kinds of stuff. We'll see if we can actually get to the thunder at the end of the show. We've been teasing that all week long or will the nfl playoffs get in the way we're gonna have a lot of that high school hoops yesterday what's on tap in the tournaments uh today and also it's friday so it's a garrison financial our man scott is sitting in studio pick his brain a little bit right off the top of the show 225-9698 is the phone or the text line 225-9698 give us a call shoot us a text talk about any of those things what else might be on your mind feel free to chime in good morning gentlemen good morning I didn't hear you. Do it again, Scott. I said good morning. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Is yeah. it working? I don't know if Jared's going to talk, man. He's. I oh, came in here, and it's like sitting next to the Grinch over here. I'm good. This guy is. is it? I'm not upset. <laughs> I'm just laying down the law. Oh, he runs his Oh, asshole. Okay, hang on a minute. Can no, you, no, can no. You we don't need to bring it to what air. law you laid down. We don't need to bring it to air. What are you trying uh, to do to me here? <laughs> well, I thought you laid down the law. I might be sleeping in the Pioneer Sailor <laughs> Event Center tonight if I <laughs> ah, just stay here tonight, honey. <laughs> they got food. Uh, we'll be sure to check in on you on <laughs> Sunday evening. Make sure you're going to make it into work on Monday. I'll be good. All right. I'll, I'm, hey, I told you. That's how it's going to be. <laughs> that's, that's how it's going to be. Man. Uh, huh. that's all i'm gonna say to that holding my breath my wife's not listening yeah i can't wait to see that door come crashing open here just a little bit (laughs) all right i got a question for you scotty okay if you could pick a uniform matchup for an an NFL game, let's just say a game, a playoff game, it's hard to say that, or Super Bowl. If you could pick an NFL uniform matchup, what would you go with? So, 
Like the the, two, just my idea of the two greatest uniforms of all time. That's right. See, you, you, you're doing this to set me up. You are doing this to set me up. No, I'm not. <laughs> Welcome to the skinny on sports. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I'm t- hey, <laughs> most people think Uh-oh. that they're so ugly. I think that the the Pittsburgh old school lines. Oh no, like the bumblebee looking ones. So oh, awesome. No, 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 those are no. so awesome. And then I like the Green Bay old school throwbacks when they're still green. I don't, the blue ones. Yeah. Are, I, I see why they left that. That was the ugliest color I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was almost like a bluish purple yeah, looking weird weirdness. I don't know, but the, yeah, the, the Green Bay ones when they really were green back there. Yeah, that would be awesome. Okay, so you're awesome. kind of. I mean, we we said. Yeah, I, I I asked this because I think one of the best ones is coming up on Sunday when you got the Forty Nine er Reds and the Cowboy Whites. I mean, that's just a cool look. That's true. And, yeah. and you know the green and. and the other ones we mentioned was Green Bay and Pittsburgh. I mean, yeah. whatever combination of those four teams, yeah, it's like the good look. It is a good it, look. You know, it's the Steelers-Packers Super Bowl a few years back was a – I mean, it just kind of pops off the I, screen. I like – you guys are probably going to hate this idea because you're Dallas fans. I think that the Washington Commanders' new uniforms are – pretty slick see i liked the for the xfl maybe I, I, <laughs> I actually liked when they were the football the the wft yeah just i thought that was kind of a cool logo they had they almost screwed it, cool. it up by being the commanders but yeah, i don't disagree i've always liked the redskins job oops oh, oh man. okay we're done canceled man. well it was a short garrison financial well, was, friday i guess we're out of here hey so, hey so, the, so, when did the cleveland indians start spring training oh, oh, no. on <laughs> sunday oh, on sunday i i put up a little post and i said come on tommy one more time you know uh-huh. uh because you know he's my age i mean it makes me feel good <laughs> when i see a guy my age <laughs> winning football games can accomplish it, things yeah, yeah <laughs> it makes me feel good you know what i never really put it into that same perspective but damn <laughs> yeah it is pretty amazing he's still out there yeah exactly i mean we're built the same <laughs> you're still married i'm still to married. a good looking wife that's he's true. not that's true you're, you're, you go. His, wife's a, in, his wife's in the bahamas with a karate instructor <laughs> exactly you're got a leg up on the guy and he's you know what else he's doing watching football this weekend just like you that's a good point <laughs> And I bet we're watching it in the same kind of layout, too. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> uh, no, anyway, but so then I wake up Monday because I turned the game off. I I don't really I don't enjoy know. watching the Cowboys dominate. Well, well, I tell you what, the first quarter and a half was the ugliest football I've ever seen in my life for both teams. The first quarter and a half was just miserable to watch. So I woke up Monday, and I'm scrolling through, and I'm seeing all of these comments about the kicker, and I'm like, holy smokes, they lost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, when your kicker can go bad that bad and your team still win, you, maybe maybe Dallas is going to pull things together here. I mean, it would it not be kind of the Hollywood ending for him to make some sort of kick this weekend to get him through? That's true. <clears throat> I did see it that yesterday would. they brought in a guy to challenge him. And in windy conditions, at the end of practice, Maher with six for six, and Tristan Vizcaino with three for five. Well, that's what they said that Vizcaino was kind of known for missing extra points. <laughs> <laughs> Bring in a chip shot guy. Well, maybe it was. Uh... It's pretty hard to miss five in a row, and that's <laughs> so what he guy, did the from the that, week before and then four this week. The guy they brought in was known for missing extra points. Yes. Well, maybe they brought him in Give some to confidence. boost. 
Oh, there's confidence. Go. There you go. All right, watch this guy start missing. I'd have brought him. He starts making them go, okay, I'm still a Is kicker. Adam Vinatieri not available? Yeah, no doubt. You can't tell me that Vinatieri can't still kick a extra point. 20, yeah, 25 yard extra I think so. point. I, there was a point sleep. there. I was hoping they would take like three delay of games in a row <laughs> to get it back to like a 45 <laughs> or 50 yarder because Maher's been so good on those. After he missed two, I don't know how you don't go for two points. I, thought I don't Pey- know how you're not like, let's just go for two. I thought Peyton Manning won the third miss, was going to like try to go through the TV on the Manning cast to go <laughs> to go physically talk to Mike McCarthy and explain to him how bad a choice that was <laughs> as they're going off the air. And then he says, you think they can cut a guy at halftime of a playoff game? Oh, man. <laughs> so, hey, here's, here's another question that I got for you today. Okay. Live Golf has a TV deal. They do, and and here's you know what's incredible. We were kind of making fun of you know the CW and now all the the things yeah. that have been on there. But you know what I've I've found to be true. There's more people in America that can watch that Live Golf on CW yeah. that can watch the PGA Tour on ESPN. Yeah, more people are more people have CW than ESPN. You know what the difference is? What ESPN actually paid. The PGA to air their tournaments. The, the CW is paying zero dollars to air the the live golf. I but they were thinking about paying someone to air there. No, I mean this has actually turned out to be a good deal for yes. live golf because they were going to pay to do it. They were going to pay Fox to air their tournaments. I, that's far out. I how long? I mean, the money will never run out. The money won't run out. It will never run out. But how long do you think? I mean, and I never saw this official. Did W did did, did WWE sell this week? No, WWE uh, McMahon uh, settled out of court this week for yet another. Whatever. This just in, Vince McMahon is an outstanding human being. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had seen that the Saudis were the ones, oh, like, really? the main possible well, I, purchaser of I the mean, WWE. It, it makes a lot of money. Oh, listen, it's going to be that's going to be a six to eight billion dollar deal to to get a hold of that property. Wow, makes a lot of money. When will the Saudi? I mean, what 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 is the end game here for Saudi Arabia? I don't know. Own all of our entertainment? <laughs> is that? I mean, what, what, what good does that do them? Well, I mean, as long as America keeps telling people to stay home and stay safe, then maybe they control our, our thoughts. Is there <laughs> I don't know. Some kind of, what do they call that? Subliminal adverti- messaging yeah, underneath yeah, the games maybe, we're watching? Maybe so. I don't know. I just don't, I don't get it because I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I think the idea started out to like, make people want to go to Saudi Arabia on vacation like hey we're not as bad as you thought I got to be honest be probably top three or four bottom choices for me yeah (laughs) it's not on the list I don't know that it makes the I don't I don't care how many billions of dollars they spend on American sports I don't think I'm going to Saudi Arabia if I have a choice. Well, it worked for Dubai, and Dubai's just the desert, too. <laughs> and it's true. But they got that cool palm palm tree living it's, space. It's a desert. I think, um, I'm always going to say it wrong. See, I would Qatar love to go. had the same idea. Let's get the World Cup and showcase our country of course and get did. people sure. to come in. But if I went into that, I kind of did. I didn't know anything about that country. 
but going into that with an open mind and then hearing everything about Qatar and then seeing the stuff, oh, you can't wear a T-shirt in a stadium. They're not allowed to drink. I mean, the, all the rules and stuff. You know what? I would go over there and slip up and wear a wrong shirt, colored shirt, or drink yeah. a beer somewhere where I wasn't supposed to and get my hands cut off. So, no, nah, I think I'm going to pass <laughs> vacationing to Qatar. <laughs> Done. I would go so, to Dubai. You would go to Dubai? Absolutely. I'd, I'd take Hawaii over Dubai. Well, I mean, not if we're getting choices like I mean, that. Come on. I mean, come on. Would you go to Cuba? Uh, maybe if I was on a cruise and it was like a one day stop. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to spend like five days in Cuba. But I mean, I say that I'm sure the resorts in Cuba look exactly like the resorts do in Jamaica and and all the rest of them. So. My father in law went to Cuba for like a week. Yeah, uh, with the an agriculture group. He said it was fascinating. He said it was like back you know, in he, time. Oh, exactly. He said it was like his childhood. Yeah, like the fifties. And yeah. all yeah, the cars, the cars yeah, still, everything yeah. was. You know, yeah. It was like being in America in like the fifties and sixties. Yeah, those guys. Yeah, can you imagine? Do you want to know why Cuban boxers are tough? I mean, they got to live like that all the time. Yeah, I don't know. It's that's that's a different world. Yes, it is. How did we go here? How'd I don't know. We. I'm not we, sure. We go off the beat. Saudi Arabia. I just think it's far out that Live Golf is paying somebody to. Or or was thinking about paying. They're not getting paid at all. And, I mean, the whole point of the guys that they paid to come to the tour was to bring in viewers and to bring in yeah, – I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Aaron, I might know five guys that are on the PGA Tour right now. You know, I, I know more than half text, of the live yeah. golf lineup. On on Wednesday when we had the, the Tucker beef of the week, that was one of them, was – why can't the live golf guys come back? Because watching this weekend was terrible. I didn't know anybody. Yeah, I don't know any of them. And see, and, and the the idea around a, a bunch of those tournaments on the PGA Tour now is to try to get all the, the good guys that are still left on there and, yeah. and playing. So I think as much as we got to see like those really short fields after, say, the Ryder Cup or after the – you know, toward the after the playoffs, mm-hmm. you know, as the, as the schedule starts over and wraps around, and you're you, if you happen to catch it, you're going what? Yeah. The problem yeah. is, I think that's going to be happening on these off weeks more and Absolutely. more, and so like bolstering these few events, I think is going to water down a lot more of them, which was the the goal was to get away from that. Yeah, and used to you would see some of those, you know, some of those guys maybe they were going to play two events back to back that were within their home travel distance right and so they would just be like well i'll play those two sure i'll go play them they're not going to now so would you go to, uh, you know live golf is going to be in tulsa in may cedar ridge would you go yeah i'd go me too absolutely i would i would too sure jared's kind of against it last time we spoke about He's this again it why are you against it nah I think he was afraid of being afraid about getting his hands cut off by the Saudis. <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> what's what's the deal? Why why are you against it? Are you a purist? I don't know if it's I'm, I'm against the Saudi whole situation. Maybe you're a some communist. People, you're not but, happy with the guys because no, no, they took the big payday. Is that what it is? It, maybe if it was in Oklahoma City, I, I keep thinking about like, oh, it's all in Tulsa. <laughs> yeah here's a guy that only wants to go to yukon this weekend <laughs> so, i mean we're talking about 15 more miles there you go <laughs> figuring me out 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, hey, let's be honest. Scott, do you want $20 million guaranteed or do you want the opportunity to win 30 over an entire year? And you have to work every single tournament the entire year. I'll take the twenty million bucks all day long. <laughs> and everybody that's been critical of these guys would do they're the same liars. thing. Oh, they they are liars. They are liars. Oh, yes, <laughs> there's no doubt. I mean, you see guys like last year, a guy like Pat Perez, right? I mean, he's been a guy that you know his name from the PGA Tour a lot of times for negative things because he says some crazy stuff or gets mad or whatever. He made almost the equivalent to like a decade worth of earnings of his on the PGA Tour. Just by being on uh, what's his name's team, <laughs> he didn't even have to do it himself. <laughs> yeah, there like you four go. million. He made four million as a team member Jeez. of Cam or Dustin Johnson, whichever one yeah. it was. Yeah, pretty good choice. And plus, obviously, he got paid. Now, here's what I want to know: because you see these earnings from these tournaments, but you also see the upfront money. Are they getting all that, or? Are they getting the upfront money? And then it's on a payment plan and, like we were talking about with Steve Young and or it just gets they let's say let's say DJ gets a hundred million. And then this last year he won twenty five. Does he have to surpass a hundred million in earnings before he actually starts to get that money because they've already paid him? That's a good question. I don't know. They've been very secretive about those contracts. They have been, yeah. Very, very, even in the court stuff, you haven't really seen what it is. Yeah, that's that's a good question. I don't know. So instead of making 125 million, did DJ just make the hundred, and then eventually he'll start making money again once he surpasses? I don't, I don't I'd know still either. Take the guaranteed money. Oh, I would too. <laughs> There's no doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. What yeah. if you miss every cut on the PGA Tour? You know what you got? None. Nothing. You went from a hundred million to none. Maybe a maybe a five million dollar Mercedes <laughs> sponsorship that you had before you started the yips at the beginning. That's of the exactly year. right. And all of a sudden, Titleist doesn't want you putting their golf ball. It's, it's not looking good on TV. <laughs> there you, you go. get that money taken away. All right. What's going on down at the office? Oh, Scott? we're doing all kinds of stuff. We're helping people gear up for their taxes for the for the last year, and and uh, we're we're replacing some some uh, life insurance policies that that. Maybe they paying a little too much, or maybe they just didn't understand what they what they got into. So, so yeah, come down and see me. Let's go over some of your stuff and and take a look and see if we can make it better. One twenty four North Main Scott at SoonerWealth.com is his email. Who wins this weekend in the NFL? It's incredible that I'm about to pick the team that is playing with the last draft. <laughs> I know. It, it is. Mr. What's it called? Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> but I'm sorry, Cowboys fans. I'm not even doing it to hate. 49ers defensive line is just, I mean, you can plug and play probably 30 different guys at quarterback spot for the 49ers, and I would take them over probably all but two NFL teams right now. That's pretty incredible. Their roster is awesome. Yeah. All the way through. Their roster is awesome. So, so you got Niners. Who else? Oh, I mean, the Chiefs are going to win. Um, 
I don't know. I, I want to see Jacksonville make a run. <coughs> I know it's great. I mean, I I mean, it's my mind's blown that they're still there in the first place. Mm-hmm. The, the the vibes they give me is kind of like maybe to a lesser extent, but kind of like Cincinnati last year. You had this upstart quarterback, kind of a kind of a Cinderella run, if you will. Yeah, that is, that's the vibes it's kind of giving me right now. I don't think they have a chance. No, I don't think so. But. But it's fun. But it's fun, and, and, and it's going to be interesting to see what that quarterback does there in that environment there at Arrowhead. Yeah. With, with snow possibilities. By the way, he, he needs to be to quit talking. See what he said yesterday? No. He didn't, he, figure, he didn't figure Arrowhead could be any louder than it was in Jacksonville oh, last year. That is so stupid. Oh, my gosh. That is so stupid. Talk about is... sticking the beehive, <laughs> Yeah, man. don't say what that. What are you doing? <laughs> what you got to say is this is going to be the, this is the greatest crowd of all time. Get them on your side as much as you can. He's about to find out what miserable <laughs> yes. is, too. I yeah, mean, that was a bad move, Trevor. Golly, oh. that stadium. I've never been that cold in my entire life than when I've been to Arrowhead Stadium. Say, I, I was there for a Big 12 championship game, two of them, and one of them was – not only the game was miserable, but it was. You must have chilly. been there in two thousand and three. Yeah, <laughs> I, I watched a Steeler game up there. Darren Sproul still gives me nightmares. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it was loud. Yeah, it was loud. Yeah, not a good move for Trevor. You give the Giants any chance in Philly? Yeah, because it, I mean, we got to know what Hurts' arm is going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see what happens. He's got to he's got to be ready to play. I mean. It, Say what you want, the Giants. Did they really get blown out of a single game this year? Not really. I mean, their record Dallas might not being look pretty good phenomenal. Once. Their record might not look phenomenal, but they were competitive every single game. So you still got Barkley. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he gets some. He gets a little bit of space. He could put it in fifth gear. Forget mm-hmm. about it. Sometimes he just makes it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's still a big playmaker. He's still he is. you know kind of people kind of forget that he's even on that team still, but he's still he's oh, still he's, a factor. Yeah. Yep. Big factor. Yep. All right, man. Thank you so, so much hey, for stopping by. Thanks for having Cincinnati, me. Cincinnati, Buffalo. One more. Cincinnati, oh, yeah, Buffalo. That's right. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo is inspired. Uh, I was really surprised that they didn't just blow the doors off last week, too. I, I think Buffalo is going to, you know, like we talked about last week, he watched them come into that game right after Hamlin got hurt, and the emotion was there. And, I mean, they just – everything was perfect. Last week they had the hiccup. So I think that 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 is just going to wake them up, you know. I think that's yeah. I think that was like okay, guys, we can't just win it on emotion. We're going to have to prepare. We're going to have to be ready to play the game. I think Buffalo is going to win the Super Bowl. That would be the story, right? Yeah, the, the best story of it would be that happening. Yeah, and I think that last week struggling last week was mm-hmm. the best thing that could have happened to him. Got to make sure Josh Allen didn't turn it over. That's been a little bit of a bugaboo yeah, this year yeah, for some it reason, has. It uh, has. but. All right, Scott, thank you so much. Garrison Financial, it's a Garrison Financial Friday. Scott at Sooner Wealth, or go down and visit him. 124 North Main right here in Elk City. We'll tell you all about what's going on down there. We appreciate Scott stopping by each and every week. It's a lot of good information as far as the money things go, because all you hear is contracts, TV money, TV money, TV money. Live Golf isn't even strong enough to generate any yet. Getting on sports coming back right here on a Garrison Financial Friday. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest 
invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. The Skinny on Sports. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM. The Sports Animal. Thanks to Scott Garrison stopping by here on the Garrison Financial Friday. Man, he can do it all. Full financial planning, shops the open market, bring you the best value on life insurance and your investments. Um, he can, if you're one of those people that want to kind of want to manage your stuff, but you're just not sure how to get going or play the market or that kind of thing, he could charge you hourly, build you a plan that then you can manage. Or he can just, you know, manage your investments that way as well. Scott at SoonerWealth.com is his email address. 124 North Main is his location. Stop by and visit him. It's a perfect time of the year, not only to start thinking about 2023, but also 2022. The tax season uh, is coming up. You're not hamstrung for some things. You've got until tax day. To, to do some things that can help you out financially there as well. So go visit down there with Scott at uh, 124 North Main here in Elk City. Jared High School Hoops yesterday, bunch of uh, tournaments, obviously. It's that second week in Jan- second tournament week of January uh, where everybody basically is in, a, is in a basketball tournament. You had one game in the semifinals over at the West Central. I actually got to tune in and watch a bunch of that because I was back here uh, by the time uh, that that game started. Canute was awesome. Man, they just uh, they took it to Hydro Weekly from the very beginning. It was just a really, really good performance by the Trojanettes yesterday to get themselves in the finals. It starts with the defense. I've been harping on that since even before the uh, Christmas break. It's when I started to notice that they're really intensifying that defense, really focusing in, and then the, the offense kind of complements it. And last night was no different. It started with that defense just suffocating Hydro Weekly from the get-go. And, um, and then, you know, that's all well and good, but if you're not making your shots, uh, you know, you can still come on, come on, and uh, come in on the short side. But uh, they were making their shots last night. The, unofficially, I added it up. I think I was, you know, at the Pioneer. They have the uh, the scoreboard that has all five players mm-hmm. and the running score, and I would look up and it didn't match up. But then I'd go back to my papers and and add it up. I'm like, well, that was right. So I always stress it's unofficial scoring totals. But Destiny Jackson and I had Destiny Jackson, the freshman, with 19 which is awesome. I mean, she's a freshman. She's been playing really, really well. Her confidence level is through the roof right now, which is what you want. You're, you're seeing her her, her grow uh, as the season goes on, and you just hope that continues to happen, obviously, as you get closer to the playoffs. And then what you expect to see from a senior, Kylie Smith had 19 points. She was very steady and you know, using her speed to, to her advantage. Uh, but, again, it, it the, a lot of those points came off of turnovers. You know, you had Destiny Jackson kind of – floating like a free safety in the middle, and she would just kind of bait in those passes when uh, Knute was pulling out, uh, pulling out that full-court press, and then she just go and intercept it, if you will, talking football, right, and and turn it into points. And Kylie, you know, she'd get a missed rebound and then just go the full length of the court. Either she was getting to the free throw line or, or making the, you know, completing the shot. Taylor Butler, another senior, was really good. She had nine points, and um, 
you know, everybody got to play. It's one of those type of games. It was it was a nice showing from Canute. You know, and I expressed earlier in the week my my I don't know if worry is the right word or concern, but it's still you know it's still Coach Jeremy Tharp. It's still Hydro Eakley, and you saw some good things from them despite the lopsided loss. And, you know, Tessa York, the senior, was solid with six points. Dylan Coe, keep an eye on her. She's a sophomore. She led Hydro Eakley with ten points, and um, uh, Katie Buss, the junior, had seven. So and Lottie Parker, another senior. So, you know, they still have some some contributors left over from those teams that made those title runs, and um, they got some young girls. So I just think they're kind of in a transition period right now. They're going to be fine. But it, it was still like I'd be lying to you if I wasn't nervous because it's still Hydro Weekly. It's still Coach Tharp. I know they've had a lot of turnover, but they have some returners in there. And But I can't say how impressed I was with Canute because uh, of how that defense looked. And, and I, I just harp on that a lot. It starts with that defense for me that's where it starts and then it turns into points and and it was it was very very solid 59 37 was the final by the way so that was, was a good win and if you're trying to impress voters down the road you know and someone pointed this out to me and, and i don't know how you know what we always kind of like you know does do is politicking happening or coaches making phone calls i know some coaches do some coaches don't you know and it might work in a way where a coach is making a call go listen this canute team's really good you know trying to keep their ranking side we lost to a good team and they yeah, i don't know but that's an impressive win over a over a tradition rich program in hydro weekly now canute has to do it again against a team they've had trouble with in arapo butler a team they've lost to twice already this year rematch uh it's going to happen on saturday night arapo butler got the win over thomas Faye custer uh, 43 to 34. But Thomas Faye just couldn't get over the hump. I was watching that one last night. They'd get within three, get within two in the fourth, get within three, five points, and um, Rappo Butler, give them credit, hung on uh, to get that win against a tough Thomas team. So, round number three, Arapo and Canute coming up Saturday night for the championship. You know what that reminded me of? Which one? Canute Hydro what, what, or the, the the fear of Hydro? What's that? Dallas and Tampa Bay on Monday night. <laughs> Canute is clearly better than Hydro. Weekly. Yeah, yeah, clearly. But I mean, it's not even. I mean, man, I was really impressed watching Canute last night. Um, you know, I I really haven't seen anybody try to man them up, and a big part of that is because nobody can stay in front of Kylie. I think that's the fear. Well, of course, it's of, the fear of, of trying. You go, okay, we can't go man on her because she, she no. get that quick first step on you and she just blew and, by whoever guarded her about three times and laid it in and i'm like well they can do that every time down the floor but it, it, canute is a little it's it's a different reason but canute's a little bit like hammond in that if they can make shots from the perimeter good luck yeah now obviously Hammond's got West down low, and so that's why a lot of people want to zone them to try to get as many people around her in the paint as possible. But Canute's the same way with Kylie. Because you can't stay in front of her. And you're right, she's so strong down in the paint for her size that any even even if somebody else shoots it, trying to block her off of the boards and not allow her to just dominate the offensive glass is so tough against them and that creates so much space for everybody else because of the because of the fear of her just straight line driving it to the rim and either scoring or getting fouled i mean let's be honest the free throw shooting when i've seen her isn't i mean it's that's your best option 
she's going to miss more free throws than layups. You know what I'm saying? But you can't foul out the whole team either, which she's able to do. She's she is a problem for everybody else uh, on the other side defensively. Yeah. And then that, of course, opens up so much space for for all the rest of the Trojanettes, man. And if they can just make a few shots from the outside, no, and it doesn't matter who it is. And the cool thing about Canute is they've got a few that can. So if it's not it's not just relying on Jade. She's the only one that can make threes. Or not just relying on destiny. She's the only one that can make threes. Or Cantwell or DeGarmo or Taylor, whoever it is. They've got a they've got a bunch of shooters out there that if one of them's having an off night, somebody else might be able to step up and make it. And last thing I will say, I, I'm <clears throat> watching Butler play last night. It feels like she, her basketball IQ is off the charts. Like she sees things, passes ahead that nobody. There was a couple of times where she caught it on the baseline, and almost looked away to get the defense to move that she, so she could throw a bounce like a wraparound bounce pass to somebody that was not not even in the position yet to come down the lane when she turned like yeah, back she, out she, to the outside yeah. to make the defense shift as the cut was about to happen just to be able to throw a kind of a behind the her, her not, and, not a behind the back bounce sure, but just yeah. a like a backwards bounce pass almost her and jackson on a couple times man were on the same page yes they were that. it just it, it was like you talk about baiting the defense to throw passes defensively she baited the defense to move to where the open space came with the cutter that was coming i mean <clears throat> really impressed uh with her last night and and just the the effort plays that she'd make there was a couple of times where she didn't get the rebound but she was able to like one time she tipped it right to kylie and she just laid it in you know that there was a lot of good stuff, a, a lot of good stuff, yep. and and every but but everybody on that team benefits with space because of how dangerous Kylie Smith is with with her quickness, with her strength at the rim. Everybody benefits from that, and that'll be a huge change next year for yeah. for some of those young ones that'll be in more of a starring role. Obviously, Destiny Jackson would be top of mind on that list. To, to then have to create that for themselves because it's just not going to be there w- without Kylie without the fear of what Kylie Smith does. She's right. she's like a defense wrecker almost in, in a lot a lot of ways uh, for that Canute team. Uh, she's uh, really impressive, and Canute was last night. I, I can't wait to see if they can get over that Arapaho hump. Uh, you've got tonight against Calumet um, at eight fifteen, and then Sentinel Arapaho Butler again will be the first. Uh, semifinal on the boys' side at 5:45, which I'm going to try to get to that one. It's always close they, games, they split, or it has been close they've games. Split yeah. this year, and there were single-digit wins for either team. If I'm not overtime, mistaken. overtime by two for Arapaho in the regular season, and I think a one-point win for Ceiling yeah. or for Ceiling for Sentinel, Sentinel. in the uh, five county. Yeah, I'm going to try to get there for that. That's going to be probably the most. I mean, how to be not. Because of the rankings and what we just said, it's going to be probably the most entertaining game, competitive game. I don't know. We'll see. I'm trying uh, to be nice here, but Calumet's good, <laughs> and Canoe's going to have to play their A game to get by yeah. them. Out but, of the Bay County, let's go. Let's yeah, go back yeah. Bay County. We got uh, on the girls' side, Merritt blew out Duke, seventy-seven to twenty-one. Hammond did the same to Blair, eighty-two nineteen. Uh, Laverne beat the Merritt JV, and Cheyenne knocked off Eric. So today. At uh, 320, the first semifinal is Hammond versus Laverne. On the girls' side, the second one is at six with Merritt and Cheyenne Raiden. 
it sure feels like uh, 5 o'clock tomorrow night at Merritt. You're going to be able to see Class 2A number 6 and Class B number 1 going at it with Hammond uh, in Merritt, a rematch of the five-county tournament final in which Chloe Stout made a three uh, to, to give Merritt the win. Yeah, just I mean, kind I, of has all roads pointing that way. Yeah, it really does. Uh, I'm, I'm anxious to see what happens in the boys. Does Eric have anything for ceiling? Can they, for the second time this week, hand a top five team their first loss of the season? It's going to be tough. Ceiling was dominant against Blair, 92-47. Uh, Eric beat Cheyenne, 51-37. Then, man, Merritt had a chance to beat Laverne. They had a lead down at the end. Um, that game went into overtime. Laverne wins 49-42 over the Oilers yesterday afternoon. So Laverne will get Duke. And Duke pounded Hammond 72-42. If I was the Tigers, I would be the, – the the Red Tigers. I would be very <laughs> leery of those guys in purple coming up today. Just uh, you know, Once upon a time, kids, Laverne played really good basketball before they played really good football. Uh, Laverne was state champions – and uh, Marital, Marital, no, be familiar with that because Coach Rundle was the one up there getting her done uh, at Laverne. Down at the Tri County in Altus, you had Luther over Cordell. Oh, this is girls' action. Luther over Cordell. They'll play Navajo. Timmy and the Lady Indians beat uh, Hollis 45 to 26. So Luther Navajo won semifinal. And then Leedy and Hobart will be the other. The Lady Bison uh, beat Mangum. Hobart got by Snyder. So you've got Hobart and Leedy on the girls' side. That's a 7 o'clock tip. Of course, we'll have that one on ParagonTV.com. Boys action. Leedy got by Navajo. They get Mangum at 540. So if you're looking for Leedy basketball, boys will be first at 540. Girls will follow in the semifinals. Luther and Hobart is the other boys' semi. If you're looking for Hollis hoops, 11 o'clock for the girls against Cordell. Uh, and then 3 o'clock for the boys against Cordell. There's a break. A couple of games in between uh, there. And then down at uh, – <clears throat> staying in Altus, just going a little bit to the south and the east of town. Man, the Big Elks were awesome. I watched a lot of that. <clears throat> Man, they were awesome. Uh, yesterday just jumped all over Frederick and never let up. 73-38, uh, the Elks win. So they moved into the semifinals against UConn. That will be a 5 o'clock tip, so we'll go 445 pregame. 5 o'clock tip for the Elks against the Millers at semifinals of the boys' side. Girls, the opposite. Elkettes just struggled mightily. I've, I had to issue a formal apology to Coach Ham and the Elkettes before the game. Uh, Sean and I were talking. I was asking him, you know, what's UConn? He said, they're athletic. They'll guard you. we got to do it. And I was like, you know, it, that's all right. It seems like we uh, – historically, we, we've had some pretty good shooting nights in this gym. He looked at at me about midway through the second quarter as of maybe the third or fourth oh. straight possession where the ball just rolled around and, and went out. He looked at me and he just went. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> as uh, the shooting just wasn't there. UConn beat the Elkettes 41-17. It was a rough one uh, for Elk City. They will play Lawton Mac JV. Uh, and, and unless Lawton Mac JV upsets UConn and it creates a, a crazy scenario, the Elkettes' best hope. Uh, because they're kind of a pool play. This isn't a, a bracket. There's only six teams. Mm -hmm. So their best hope is going to be a third-place matchup uh, tomorrow afternoon at 3.30 after that loss. And and the size of that loss to UConn, uh, I, I just don't see Lott and Max JV beating them by 30 because the Elkettes got beat so bad, you know, yeah. at, at, by such a margin. So looks like third place is as good as the Elkettes are going to be able to do uh, in this one if they can win uh, this evening at 6.30. So once again, just like yesterday, just different times, boys at 5, girls at 6.30. Uh, for the Elk City broadcast. 
Anything else from high school hoops that you saw? We got it all covered. Got it all covered. Um, Broadcast-wise, uh, today you mentioned Arapahoe Butler, That's Sentinel, 545, West Central. Just kind of recapping. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 815, Canute and Calumet boys. And um, you got the Bi County covered with Hammond. I think uh, I think you can tune into the Merritt Channel and watch the whole thing. I think that's right. I, I think they're doing all of it. If yeah. you're if you're looking for games that maybe aren't necessarily Paragon TV games, it'll be on Paragon TV. Just go to Merritt's Channel; they're doing them all. Right, and um, of course, but, you know, we get school specific. Mm-hmm. Just you know, go to Hammond's Channel, Warrior TV, and go to Indian TV, Trojan TV. A lot of games happening, and um, they're very important as uh, we are winding down to the final rankings on monday that's right uh in paragontv.com i'm sure we'll get that updated with today's schedule of games yep. what time those tip off uh, if you're looking for a specific school and a, a, a specific game we'll take a break come back and wrap up a garrison financial friday with the nfl playoffs hopefully a fun week or hopefully funny a fun weekend ahead in the nfl who do you think is going to win? Tell us, 225-9698. Who do you expect to see in the championship games, conference championship games coming up next week? Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker, dealer, member, FINRA, and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. The Skinny on Sports. Now we're back! Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the Sports Animal Garrison Financial Friday. Scott at SoonerWealth.com is Scott's email. 124 North Main is his address. Go by and visit with Scott Garrison for all your financial questions. Uh, He can plan it. He'll help you shop the open market to bring value on your investments or your life insurance. And you know what else he does? Works with your accountant to try to streamline all the tax returns, all the ramifications, everything that goes along uh, with the financial world and uh, what comes up on April 15th each and every year. Uh, has a good working relationship with all of those accountants. So your accountant will be one of them as well. Uh, so go down and visit Scott at SoonerWealth.com. The email, 124 North Main, is his address all right jared divisional round of the nfl playoffs is upon us did you know oh i put it in there darn it i was gonna make you guess again. i didn't I, I never got a rundown oh i didn't i may not have emailed it so great this this works out <laughs> i'm flying blind here <laughs> so all eight quarterbacks left are under 30 years old Dak prescott being the oldest at 29 that seems like a pretty big anomaly, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think that's yeah. ever happened? And if so, uh, how long do you think it's been? I'm sh- 
it's okay. I think it's happened because you've already put a timestamp on it, yeah, right? No, yeah. I didn't tell you. I don't know how long though. Oh four oh five. Okay. Which makes sense, right? Because you had Peyton and Tom weren't thirty yet. Right. And then you started seeing some of the guys that would be staples in the playoffs start to make their mark. For instance, an Eli, a Ben Roethlisberger. You know, those type of guys were just getting into the ring, Phil, uh, getting into the league. Phillip Rivers, you know, Drew Brees is still a young guy at that point. So, that you know, that, that kind of makes sense when you think uh, of where that is. Do you think because that is true, it makes it a little bit more unpredictable what we might see this weekend? Maybe. There's Only in the NFC, right? Yeah. Because even though they're young, you feel pretty confident in Burrow, Allen, and Mahomes. Yeah. Because there's accomplishment there, right? There's Yeah, I, they, I think they've so. They've accomplished. <clears throat> That's the thing we keep going back to is it's hard to uh, have confidence in a quarterback that has very little playoff experience. Dak like has playoffs two are, wins. Yeah, That's playoffs the most are a totally different animal than a regular season. I don't care who your opponent is. It's it's totally different. And so would you rather have a guy that's never taken a snap or maybe won one game in the playoffs or two going to San Francisco or going to Kansas City? No, you want the guy that's won a Super Bowl. Or played in one. Or, or played in one. Yeah. So, yeah, I, it's it's the – I see what you're saying, yeah. How many AFC teams do you think could win the NFC? Like this weekend? I'm talking about if you could or or if you just, could if you could move them over. Mm-hmm. How many that you moved over do you think could win the NFC? That are still alive now yeah. or just over like they're still playing Yeah, right they're now? still playing. Out of the 4, how many of those do you think could win the NFC? Well, uh Chiefs 3 yeah, I think Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, all would be heavy favorites, or not favorites, but heavy contenders in the NFC. Oh, I do too. Very capable of winning. I do too. And it's because they're the only ones that have a quarterback that's really done much. I mean, yeah. Josh Allen, does he get too much credit for a near win in the playoffs? In that incredible game last year in Arrowhead? Is he getting too much credit for a loss there? I don't think so. It wasn't his fault they lost. No. He was the one that set up his greatness is the only reason Mahomes was set up to show his. Dueling him all the way down the stretch, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and coming out of that game, everybody said, well, and the rules have changed now, I believe. Well, if Allen would have got the ball first, they'd have won. You know, they, they and at that point they both did seem so unstoppable. Both of those offenses in that game to where you're probably right. I'm with you. I think it's three. And I would give Jacksonville a better chance to, of winning the NFC than I would give any NFC team of winning the AFC. If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, if you, the Giants had to go through. No, if you or, just put them like, into Jacksonville spot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. or, or even you know, the questions of the Eagles with the with the injury to Hurts. 
you know, instead of the Eagles playing the Giants, and uh, let's say they're playing the Bengals this week. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> That'd be tough for him. I wonder if any NFC team would be favored. I bet you. You know what? I bet the Niners and maybe the Eagles might would be favorites on their home field against either the Bengals or the Bills. Maybe. Maybe. Dallas, because they're such a public team, it, it skews the line a little bit at times. But so, if the Bills or if the Niners are hosting the Bills, you think the 49ers would be the favorite? I do. A slight favorite, like I what do. two and a half or something yeah, yeah, like that. Something around three, just for like an even game, but they're they're at home. Uh, yeah, type of thing. I, I do. I, I think that maybe they would. I'd jump all over the Bills on that one. Yeah. See, I'm uh, yeah, not. A big, I, I'm not. <coughs> I would. I would jump all over Buffalo in that matchup. Not me. But I want to see. Could I'll, see that matchup. We could. Yeah, see we it. could. We might get a chance to see it at uh, in the Super Bowl. How do the Jags stay close with Chiefs' mistakes? I think you're right. I, I think they need to, you know, force something early. They they Chiefs' mistakes, but <clears throat> my favorite phrase as of late is turn turnovers into points. Jags have to do that. You know, if Chiefs are making mistakes, putting the ball on the floor, throwing interceptions, whatever. Jags have to take advantage of it. Yeah, they can't but just cause the turnovers. They gotta, they, they gotta make them pay for it. Yeah. So it, the Chiefs are just gonna have to basically shoot themselves in the foot. I think that's right. I think that game has the potential of blowout more than any of the others. Yes. Giants, man, they have not done well in Philly. I don't think they've won there in like a decade. I guess there's, you know, time for all these things to end. Yeah, there's that. I like the Giants. I, I think this is going to be a lot better game than what most people think. I like the Giants. So the, the common misconception is it's, oh, it's the number one seed hosting and and they have a good history against the Giants. I, I like it because the Giants are high, like I've said earlier this week, they're high off that win last week in Minnesota. This is a divisional team. This is a divisional rival. Third time, man third time they're playing each other and then the questions of hurts i like giants um in their confidence coming in i think it's gonna be a lot closer than seven and a half yeah i hope so dakota he's right the, the jags forced four turnovers against kansas city earlier this week but their offense did nothing until the end earlier this year I mean. yeah i think uh, you, you like know, the giants to win or you nah, just like i just, just kind of like them i think yeah. they're 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 better than i thought barkley is awesome i think if there is a running back in the league that you start to think, hmm, should I overpay for him? He's it to me. He has some injury history, a lot like McCaffrey in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But, man, you, you see him, he that burst, that one, that first touchdown run. When he just kind of stepped inside and then burst to the outside down. I mean, nobody was even close. Dude. I mean, it was yeah. just like Adrian or something. He's awesome. Daniel Jones is way better than I ever thought he was. He is so much more athletic than people realize. It's like they, I thought they did a great job explaining that on the broadcast because you could see Minnesota defenders taking certain angles thinking they had him, and he just run right past yeah, it. Yeah, yep. And then it, and at times when they maybe had the right angle, and he's big and strong, he's a big dude, he kind of break through arm tackles. I think Philly wins if Jalen's right. Um, but if not, if Jalen's not 
and they've kind of got him forced in. Uh, Philly, I'm talking about his own coaching staff, kind of has him forced into being a pocket passer, and his legs are kind of taken away from him because of the fear of the shoulder. Watch out. Watch out. Yep. That could be uh, it could be a, a thing. Yeah, we'll see how that defense plays against the Eagles. Sure. And, and you know, they're not going to call run plays, but so you can play, you know, max protect on, on you know, on a pass play. He's still going to tuck it and run at the lanes there, and there's nothing downfield. You know, there's there's always that, but, you know, you got to – so that to me – the defensive line for the for the Giants, mm-hmm. the containment, and you know they that's not something they necessarily had to do against Cousins, so they could kind of just rush up the field, mm-hmm. and they did a good job of flushing him around. They mm-hmm. weren't a, they they weren't worried about him running all day on him, you know. Yeah, they had to be a lot more disciplined this week. Uh, off off the wall question on the text line: Why does the NFL allow ties in the regular season? I think it's simply because they don't want to see a game go into quadruple overtime, and he got dudes playing for you know, 120 minutes. I think it's simple as that. I think it's just a player safety. player safety. Don't have a game carry on and on and on and on and on. And and I think that's the only reason why. And just play 10 minutes. If it's over, it's over. Tie happens and let's move on. They should have a kickoff. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> like shootout. Start at the, what, 20? Where they kick the extra points now? Like the 18. Yeah. Or the uh, – what is it like? Thirty-eight yards. Like or? moving back five yeah. yards every time. <laughs> First person to miss or something. Be a good way to get a kicker killed. <laughs> <laughs> what about Burrow versus Allen? That could be. That's the the most intriguing quarterback matchup on on the dock. Oh no doubt. Uh, that no looks doubt. like it could be a, a shootout, fun game. I still wait for Burrow to like go. Oh, okay, like have a drop off. Man. It doesn't look like he, you know, doesn't look like he's, it's happening. It looks like he is the real deal. He is an NFL quarterback. I'm well, sold. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm sold. He's an NFL quarterback. If I wasn't sold after a Super what do you Bowl, mean an NFL? Well, yeah, no, you know, he's not only NFL quarterback. He's one of the top three or four yeah, in the game. Yeah, but it's like because he's so young and he's was year three, four, three, three. Yeah, year three. I'm still like, okay, when is this? Has he peaked? When's he going to kind of plateau or just have that horrible game? Jared, he told like you. Young kid? He told you a couple weeks ago. The window is open his whole career. Did you see that? No. When they asked him, what's the championship window in Cincinnati? Is it? And he said, my career. Well, that's, that's the right answer. That's awesome. That's the right answer. It's not. I don't think it's a coincidence yeah. his name is Joe. He's got the Joe the he Joe does. Namath he does. kind of swagger to it. He's him. about that close to lighting guaranteeing the, wins. Lighting the cigar. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's any doubt he's got fur or mink coats that he could wear around, wear yeah. into the stadium. But I'd say this is a tough environment for him. It's like, ah, I went to Arrowhead last year and won. It's very true. Yeah, question, is this a neutral site game? It's not. No. It's at Buffalo, which I don't understand. I, I stopped trying to understand. I don't that. understand why this one isn't and next week's would be. I guess the only the, the only rationale is the the Bills and the Chiefs literally have the same amount of losses at three, and the Bengals have four, and that game didn't finish, so the Bengals weren't able to have the chance to knock them off, so we can't – but still, <laughs> if, if that's yeah. the way it's going to go, then why did the Chiefs get – 
Why why don't the Bills just have home field? Because they already beat the Chiefs. Makes a lot of sense. I don't get it. I don't want. I don't know why it is one way and not the other. But no, that's going to be at uh, Buffalo <clears throat> on uh, on Sunday afternoon. And then the last game, the one that we're intrigued the most, just because we're Cowboys fans. I don't see. I don't see it, man. It's a tough ask. I don't see it. It because here here's what my mind wanders back to. This time a year ago, the Cowboys hosted the 49ers in the wild card round and lost. Do you think this Cowboys team is better than the one last year? I mean, maybe yes, defensively, no, offensively. Defensively, yeah, I guess I can. Defensive, I mean, the defense was awesome and they got. They kind of struggled in the latter parts of the season. They were awesome on Monday. Okay, so maybe, maybe but not. I, I, it's kind of feels like I keep thinking. Okay, who did they add? Who did they lose? They lost Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper got Gallup back essentially. Yeah, got Hilton. He was good for one grab a game. Um, Offensive line was better before Terrence Steele got hurt. I don't know if it is now. Tyler Smith's actually been really good as a rookie. He's been good. He's been good. But, but we're not sure, but right? I see what you're saying. We're not sure. Yeah. If they're better or not. Is San Francisco better this year than they were last year? Uh, Yeah. Exactly. You get, yeah. Exactly. Christian McCaffrey? I mean, Forget I, about it. Yes. So what, what's That's your, an improvement. So to pick the Cowboys, you're telling me, that they're going to be able to turn around from last year, a loss at home in the playoffs, and go on the road and win? Right. Against a better San Francisco team? Boy, I hope that's right. And and listen, after the way they played last week, or on Monday, yeah. That Dallas team shows up that's a win. at Santa Clara. I think that's a win. It's, they're if darn that, sure in the game. Yeah. If that Dallas team shows up and extra points are made, <laughs> big win. Dakota's like the Cowboys. I keep going back, and I kind of said the same thing, you know, kind of rehashing what I said about Burrow. I'm waiting for Purdy to fall off, and I keep going back to that. If it turns into a shootout and you're asking this Mr. Irrelevant guy to uh, to win a ball game with his arm, you know, shootout-wise, you know, get behind pressure situation, that's what I, you know, I want to see all I would ask in that situation. All I can ask from the Cowboys is to be, say, up four. With a minute 50 on the clock, the Niners take over at their own 20 with no timeouts. And if Purdy beats you, tip your cap. Yeah. And you way to go. That's all you can do is you tip your cap and you move on down life's path. Because at that point, any question marks surrounding him are done. Right. That's all he's left to do is will his team back. If they both play their best games – I think I think San Francisco wins because I think because Purdy that, played his well, best game. But, and, but and, and, I think their strengths are the Dallas Cowboys' weaknesses. Their strengths versus Dallas's weaknesses. I think they are. I, I think their strengths are what the Cowboys are weak against: running the football. We saw it last year in this game. Forty ers just ran it right down the Cowboys' throats. Yep. 
That, and that's that's the biggest, by far the biggest weakness for the Cowboys' defense is trying to stand up to a just a pound-you-run game. And then from there, if that starts, what happens? Play action. Who's susceptible? Diggs. You know, the attacking style. I don't know how scared Dallas was of anybody from Tampa outside of maybe Mike Evans beating them long. I think you've got that worry with Ayuk, hell with McCaffrey out of the backfield, and definitely with Debo, you know, figuring out a way to corral that guy. I think if they if they all played their best, I, just, I think the 49ers would beat the Cowboys. But there's always that. And you know what? Dak's the same way, though. There's always that chance that the quarterback flubs it up. Yeah. Or he plays like Monday. Yeah. Or, or, but, I mean, for Purdy as a young guy in that situation. You just want to see him have to win the game, right? Right. Because I don't know that he's done that. He's used the weapons he's had very efficiently and been fantastic. Don't give, I'm not trying to knock Brock Purdy here. I'm not at all because he has been awesome, better than I ever thought he would have been. I thought it was crazy that they were going to allow this roster to be quarterbacked by Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> in a year where they have every chance to get to and maybe even win the Super Bowl. I thought it was nuts. And they've turned out to be right. And Shanahan is fantastic coach, that's clear. But you haven't he hasn't done this yet. And I'm not saying Dak has, but he hasn't. Even in a regular season game, much less the divisional playoff game. So if you're the Cowboys fan, that's the best you I mean that's what the best you can hope for in my mind. X factor for me is Parsons and can he get penetration? Can oh yeah. He, can he make Purdy's day miserable? Meaning, but he's gonna have to get by guys like Trent Williams in uh, that that offensive line. I would be pretty surprised if Micah Parsons isn't on the right side of yeah. the San Francisco. They're not gonna float him around. You wouldn't think they'd challenge Trent Williams just over and over and over. No. That seems like a big. That seems like a pretty good way to take Micah Parsons out of the game. <clears throat> yeah. That's it. So real quick, top, who wins? Top to bottom, are we of this game or all of them? All of them. Chiefs, Eagles. I'll go Bengals. I am too. Damn, we're I'll go Bengals. No, we're not. I'm gonna go Cowboys. Do it, Jared. Oh, you did it. I did it. I've got the uh, I've got Chiefs because of my X factor. Chiefs, Eagles. I've got the Bengals too. I think Burrow, man. I yeah. like Burrow. Yeah, I do too. And then uh, I've got the Niners. I just don't think – I want the Cowboys to win so bad. You know what's fun on Sunday? What? Family dinner. Means me and Uncle Jay are going to be together watching oh, both right. of these games. Ooh. It's going to be a fun Sunday. You know what Sunday. that tells me? It's going to be a rough Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody have a great weekend. Paragon TV for the schedule for hoops. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way back. Goodbye. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax 
tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker, dealer, member, FINRA, and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice.